All right, good morning. So let's take a look to see what's happening in the markets today. And today is Thursday, June 3rd, and we are doing this so that you know what's going on. And with me in the studio is my head coach, Mark Hodge. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Marcus. Well, today stocks are opening uh, sharply lower if you look at this, right? Yeah, a little more movement than we've had. And I mean, stocks really haven't gone anywhere this week, aside from meme stocks, which we'll talk about a little later. Uh, but now uh, a little movement to the downside. Looks like futures are setting up to uh, open lower with the NASDAQ right now leading the way down uh, almost a percent. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the question is why? Why markets are lower? And there's no real reason because maybe it's just a continuation of the, the holiday week because on Monday markets were closed in observance of Memorial Day. Maybe it's just the typical slower June or... Uh, maybe it is just because the uh, S&P has been struggling to make new all-time highs. I mean, we have been talking about it on the show here for a while and said, okay, is the S&P 500 making a new all-time high today? And no, still not, still not. Hey, maybe, maybe it is AMC, <laughs> these meme stocks. I mean, we got to <laughs> talk about this because there is just some craziness going on. Let's start with AMC, Mark. What's, ha what's happening here? I mean, geez, look at this. Yeah, I mean, AMC pretty much doubled yesterday, uh, up 95%. You know, as a market capitalization, we were talking about it, it was just about $1 billion at the beginning of the year. And then it looked crazy a couple of days ago at $12 billion. But based on the stock price yesterday, you're looking at a $31 billion market cap for this crazy stock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I mean... This is where right now it's it's Wall Street's bets. It's the, the traders on Wall Street bets uh, who yeah. are driving this higher. Uh, because, I, I mean, according to the latest stats, 80% of the shares of AMC is in the hand of retail traders. That yeah. is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. I mean, that is unusually high. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know... Um, AMC actually was up about 20% pre-market. Uh, it had dipped down about 7%. Now it's uh, or down just about 1%, maybe 2%, because AMC said that they may offer and sell up to 11.5 million shares of Class A common stock from time to time. So AMC, the, the company, they know, hey, this is a perfect, if stock prices are going to be high, this is a perfect time to sell more shares. And, uh, you know, make some money off of that, bring in some uh, capital there, um, taking advantage of that. That theoretically doesn't help the share price at all. In fact, AMC said, our current market prices reflect market and trading dynamics unrelated to our un un underlying business, excuse me, or macro or industry fundamentals. And we do not know how long these dynamics will last. Put it in simple terms you might lose a ton of money. <laughs> this is clearly driven by Wall Street bets and the yeah. short squeeze. I mean, there, there's a hashtag uh, that is AMC. What is it? AMC short squeeze or something like this? Uh, yeah, I, think I, right. I believe yeah. it, is the, it is the hashtag. And this is where it, it seems to work because uh, the, the short sellers have lost thus far $5 billion. I mean, yeah. Uh, this might hit some some hedge funds. And so we were talking about this. How does this affect the overall market? Well, let's uh, let's think about it. So we do have some some hedge funds who bet short against AMC. 
And obviously right now, these guys are hurt. They're getting margin calls. So what do they need to do in order to satisfy the margin calls? They have to liquidate some other positions. And trust me, they're not only in AMC. They do have other positions. And this is something where the overall market is getting nervous right now. So uh, this this short squeeze here just has an impact on the overall market because they say, okay, how many hedge funds does this impact? How badly are they hurt? I mean, if a stock is doubling within a day, I mean, the short sellers this morning are in a world of pain and they have to cover and they have to come up with money. So how do they do this? Probably by liquidating some other positions. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely disrupts some, you know, standard market dynamics uh, for sure. I mean, I, I think it's kind of cool, but, you know, you just need to to be very careful here because a lot of people, they see the hype, they think it's going to, you know, really shoot to the moon and, you know, at some point this thing is is going to fall apart, just like just like GME did. I, and, you know, GameStop, you know, is still trading uh, higher than I would expect it to. Um, but same thing, you know, there were buyers at 400 a share. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yesterday uh, GameStop was up 13 percent. So, so yesterday, pretty much all of the meme stock, Bad Bath and Beyond uh, up yesterday, 62 percent. I mean, pre-market, they are down 10 percent, but 62 percent. Uh, yeah. BlackBerry is another of the meme stocks here. Yesterday, rallying 32%. This morning, tacking on another 28%. And this is where you just see how crazy it is. Because if you look at Bed Bath & Beyond, okay, so they're down 10%. If you look at BlackBerry, they're up 27%. So it's almost like a, a gamble, right? I mean, if you catch it on the right yeah. side, woohoo, good for you, right? If you're catching it on the wrong side, ugh, this could get ugly. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It, it's, you know, there, there's definitely, there's no easy money in trading, but there is calculated risk. And if, if you're taking calculated risk and making money on these type of stocks and more power to you, that's awesome. Uh, but it reminds me of the time before Bitcoin crashed, uh, you know, years ago. And people were basically, you know, taking out money out of their homes, refinancing to buy Bitcoin because they thought it was a sure thing. These yeah. are not sure things. <laughs> I know. Now back to the overall market, I want to switch to a five minute chart because we, we had this slide here uh, coming into the open. Right now we have a little bit of a bounce back because uh, the, uh, the unemployment uh, report was released. The weekly initial claims. Let's just uh, take a look at this really quick. So uh, this morning, the uh, unemployment claims, the weekly ones were released and they came in better than expected. Uh, so expected was 400,000. They came in at 385,000. And this is a, I mean, below 400,000. It is the first time in a year, something like this, since the beginning yeah. of the pandemic. Yep. Uh, no, definitely the, the lowest numbers for unemployment client claims. So this is Americans filing for unemployment the previous week, first time filers. So, you know, pretty good job numbers here. I mean, this was better than expected. Uh, Marcus, there's also ADP non-farm jobs. Uh, typically, that's released two days before the jobs report, which is the first Friday of the month. But because of the holiday, uh, we had that this morning, uh, just the day before. Non-farm jobs. Uh, this excludes farming, uh, the farming industry, and also government jobs. Uh, but that was up 978,000 versus 645,000 forecast, and also much better than last month. So yeah, that's job 50 percent higher than expected. Yeah, I mean, that, those are solid, solid numbers. So uh, we'll, we'll see if that carries over into tomorrow's report. But, you know, 
that's that's the biggie of the week. Yeah, absolutely. So tomorrow we'll see what happens there. Um, I mean, with all these uh, meme stock craziness, I mean, almost earnings are taking a backseat. Uh, th there was uh, another earnings. Uh, did you see that this morning, Express? I didn't see anything that caught my eye. Yeah, so um, Express is also an apparel retailer, and we have to be talking about okay. retailers. Most retailers did fairly well. Uh, even Express here did good. They they reported a quarterly loss of uh, 55 cents per share, so they're still losing money. Uh, expected was minus 58%, uh, 58 cents uh, per share. So it's a little bit better than expected. But since other retailers have been blowing it, I mean, knocking it out of the park, right? Blowing it out of what? But knocking it out of the park. Blowing it out of the water, go, right? knocking it this out of were, the park. Huh? Blowing it out of the water, knocking it out of there the park. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> I should know that. <laughs> Anyhow, so this were, uh, this morning investor said, well, I mean, compared to all the others, that is cute that you're having a smaller than expected loss, but uh, you're, you're clearly lagging. So this is why they're down 13% this morning, even though... Uh, the revenue topped uh, forecasts here. And uh, they also said that uh, the comparable sales uh, throughout the year have improved. But you see, that's the wrong wording. If you say they have improved, it's so different than other retailers where we have seen, oh my gosh, we have doubled our revenues, yeah. right? So this is why uh, th this morning Express is, uh, is down here 13%. It's definitely not one of the... Uh, noticeable retailers right i mean this is where everybody looks at colts and macy's and nordstrom and uh, gap and all of these retailers but hey still this is something that was on my radar this morning what else did you yeah. see um not well tesla uh, i saw that they there's a a loose break bolt recall and it it really sounds like it's not that big of a deal but you know that uh the tesla haters uh, they're always jumping on board anything, um, you know, a little fire breaks out and Tesla's crashing, right? <laughs> um, so this was a recall that affects about 6,000 cars because of brake caliper bolts that may be loose and cause a loss in tire pressure. So uh, yeah. Tesla down a little bit, but... Well, this Based would make uh, Michael Burry happy. I mean, the, the big short guy, right? I mean, yeah. he is, uh, what, short with... He has a $530 million position betting against Tesla and saying, you know what? I think that Tesla is overvalued. So, I mean, we'll see. Now that other uh, EV electric vehicle makers are coming, um, uh, yeah, uh, stepping up, basically. I, I mean, Ford, GE, right? I mean, we then have also Ride, Workhorse. We got to talk about Workhorse. I mean, Workhorse yeah. this morning. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. Workhorse this morning uh, up 23%. I mean, they have been beaten down here since they lost the USPS contract, have been going lower, but uh, they are facing a comeback here. And this morning they're up 23% pre-market. That's a pretty big jump. Huge move pre-market. And that's uh, on top of the almost 20% yesterday. And, um, you know, Workhorse has ties to ride and ride big move yesterday and also decent start today you know full disclosure both marks and i have positions in ride that we've been managing for a little bit yep. and uh i'm i'm liking this breakout out of that that range that that was established it's looking good it's looking good 
And we also talk, uh, need to talk about Dogecoin here because Dogecoin yesterday and the day before had a had a pretty, pretty decent move. I mean, uh, over the last two days, it went up uh, around 30% because uh, Coinbase said that we are allowing uh, traders or users of our pro platform uh, to trade uh, Coinbase, uh, not Coinbase, uh, Dogecoin here. And uh, I mean, th this cryptocurrency that started as a joke has now a market cap. We just talked about market caps of $54 billion. And therefore, it is the sixth most valuable cryptocurrency. I mean, it's just like holy cannoli here. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, let's just see yeah. out, of, uh, out of curiosity. So here, um, this has 54 billion. Now I'm not getting the the market capitalization. I would have to calculate it here. I was just wondering uh, how much, how is it compared to Bitcoin here? But yeah, I mean, Dogecoin had a pretty good days uh, coming here from uh, around 30 cents uh, just uh, two days ago to now 41 cents. So that's a really solid 30% move. Yeah, interesting to see that it's uh, kind of lagging the other cryptos this morning, though. Uh, yeah. Bitcoin up 4% and Doge down a little bit. Well, this is where, again, at some point you have profit taking. You have it everywhere, right? I mean, yeah. a 30% move. This sure. might be some profit taking here. As you can see, Ethereum uh, and also Bitcoin haven't made this dramatic move. I mean, if you're looking at Bitcoin after the slide here, where it was dipping to uh, around, what, 34,000. Uh, so right now, uh, 34,000, not 34%. Uh, 34,000, you get the idea. Uh, right now, up to 39,000. Uh, that's around an 8% move uh, that, that Bitcoin made. So compare this to Dogecoin. This is why probably there is some profit taking here right now. Hey, Marcus, one last thing uh, before we wrap up and join our mastermind group. Uh, I saw that United Airlines, uh, they announced they're buying 15 planes from uh, Boom Supersonic, a startup uh, where they have a their supersonic jet called the Overture. It has not been built or certified yet. And uh, the goal is to start passenger service in 2029. Uh, but the jet would reach Mach 1.7 and cut flights in half. Uh, so like a New York to London flight would be three and a half hours. So similar to the Concorde or what you know they did, it sounds like there's a startup that's ready to tackle supersonic flights again. Uh, that's awesome. When, when can I buy a ticket? I want to be I on one of the first flights. <laughs> I love that idea. This is awesome. Okay. Anyhow, we got to jump into our Zoom room where we trade live with our mastermind. So hope that you enjoyed it and it helps you to know what is going on in the market. Um, if you enjoyed this, click on like. And if this is your first time here, click on subscribe. Hit the little notification bell because this way you get notified whenever we release a new video or when we go live. And we will see you again tomorrow morning. Happy trading, everybody.